Welcome to the Funny Style Podcast. I am your host, Christopher Robinson. This week with the squeaky chair, we have... Duncan J. Jimmy Moynihan. Ash Cash. So... Cash. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, is your name Ashley? Yes. Oh, okay. It's Ashley. Don't okay. put that shit out there. She got a fucking real life. That's what yeah. she made. Uh, I'm not going to say my Oh, her, her stealth name, Ash for <laughs> Ashley? <laughs> now somebody's cracked the code. They're going <laughs> to hunt her down now that they know what Ashes stands Where for. Where did uh, okay. Ash come from? How'd you? Um, In high school, some girl gave me that nickname, and I've no. just used it with everything ever since. Now, let me ask you, was it a white girl? No. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Mm. No. Cash. That's pretty that's pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> so does anybody have did anybody do shows since the last summer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did I do a show? I, no, I hosted. I mean you did. Well hosting. Yeah. Oh I got a whole um, plethora of South Florida shows. Yeah, I did a had a ridiculous weekend. I did a I did a show I did two shows on Saturday. I did the uh, open mic down there at uh, Maui Girl. Mm-hmm. And oh, how is that? Because that's, um, that's a new uh, one. It's interesting. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's an open mic. It, it, it actually, it, when I walked into it, I felt like, and it's all Brevard comics, you know, like the, the guys from down here, the uh, Preach Carter and the mm-hmm. Matt Glidden and uh, the, and then Cody's running it. Mm-hmm. So it's like all these cats and then there's a couple cats I didn't know that, that, that dropped through. But um, one of the guys that was actually one of the non-comics that was at my uh, show at Rooney's on Tuesday was there with his wife and his 15-year-old son. Mm. I was like, but his kid, his kid like, didn't look 15. I was like, mm. okay, steroids there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, it was good. It was good. It was fun. It, nice little place to, you know, just, you know, work out, mm. knock some rust off before I didn't went and did the Kaaba bar. Mm. Oh, you did? That was yesterday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, so, well, like, this is Judd's. This Judd's is Judd's cover. Now, see, now, mind you, here's the thing. I'm first of Jimmy's cover bar. Um, that's hosting. a vape shop. That's a vape oh, shop. Vape it's shop. a little different. Uh, the cover bar, though, originally, I think uh, Judd was supposed to be out of town. I think him and his wife were supposed to be going back to Texas, and he asked me to host it. Mm-hmm. So I'm on all the posters, all the you know mm-hmm. your promo as the host. Yeah. And then, like the night before, he's like, "Oh, by the way, uh, change of plans. I'm gonna host it. Duncan's closing it out." You know, same lineup. I'm like, okay. And then they replaced the place. Rob Smiles. I guess Rob Smiles was working with uh, Michael Rappaport right. over at the uh, Orlando Improv. Yeah. So they brought this uh, dude, Minnie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Minnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's good too. Good dude. Cool guy. Um, there was me, Minnie, Cap, uh, Wright, um, and this girl, Lauren. The one with the ukulele? Duva- they, she got a shaved head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lauren something. She's Duvac, Duvac, it's like something like kind of Frenchy. Uh, I feel um, like I should know. Her. You should know. I mean, she's you've from St. Pete. You've she seen her, her face. Pete. She's on a lot of posters. No, yeah, 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 yeah. no, I do that, Lauren. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she, sure. I mean, she, she, she was good, but the, the room was just so fucking weird, man. The comedy bar is always weird. Oh my god, it was weird yeah. as hell because they were like, they would laugh at something and then they just immediately stop. That's how it was when I did it, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, not a second more. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, no, that wasn't funny enough. You know? And then it was just like, there weren't enough seats. And then there was a guy there. It was like, I don't know. If, I don't. He looked like, a, he was dressed like a pirate. He had like, f- like white shorts and like a bandana on and shit like that. And he, it was weird as oh, hell. I, I called him Captain Ron because that's wait, what he fucking looked like. I think like. he's, um, what's it called? When you... He, uh, Sean, 
Did he look like a shaman? No. Oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. He looked like a, a, a painter that was on break. <laughs> okay? I mean, and then at, somewhere, at some point in the show, he goes out one of the doors that sets the fucking alarm off while Cap's on stage. And it's like, wee, 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 like fucking three fucking minutes. Oh, oh, my God. God. That now, I will tell you, though, the coolest there. thing about that coffee bar is, the door. is walking into the front lo- the lobby area, and you're like, where the hell's the door at? And then you read the little sign, like, oh, push the handicap button, and yeah. the fucking... The whole bookcase opens, opens up. up. I was like, then, holy shit. And then there's shit. a big oh, ass bar behind me. I saw the like story. Yeah. He did show it. And then oh, you yeah, walk through it, and it's like, you feel like you're on the movie Clue. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, the dude like, that owns it is fucking loaded. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's so nice. Oh, that's yeah. cool as hell. It's fucking amazing. No, my and joke. Did you go in the back room? Oh, yeah. We yeah, had the video back games room and, all the, and all, the, all that shit, baby. It was great. Connect Four. Love that shit. On the... There was, like, Connect Four built into the table. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, like... I didn't see that, but I... Connect Four. I saw the, the glass table. It was, like, glass like this, but there was it was actually a touchscreen, like, video yeah. game. Like, you could play, like, you know, uh, you know, Candy Crush or some shit on it. No, my joke was, like, it's it's like a like a Harry Potter thing. Like, Dude, you press yeah. the bookshelf opens, and there's a huge... Because well, the lobby I saw is that, tiny. So you're in this little lobby. You're like, what the fuck is it? You press the button, and there's this huge bar behind it. It's like you're about to go into a murder mystery party. Yeah, Yeah. and that's what I'm saying. I felt like I walked under the set of clues. So I I was like, every time I walked, every time I see something, I was like, I was pulling on it to see if some other shit happened. I was like, I was pushing buttons that weren't even there. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was like... When you came came in, did you try... Like, I didn't see the emerge... I mean, the uh, handicap pushy thing. So I thought you had to, like, pull a... And the, when I was, book, book, I, was books. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to pull the books. As we Everybody did. Like, everybody's doing that. I was there with uh, Joseph Galang. He started doing that shit. Yeah. I, I, well, the, he read the page for like the first two sentences. I read the third line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when the third line says, press the handicap button. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I did. Well, the dude, so I was walking in and there was this guy and he goes, have you been here before? And I'm like, no. He goes, okay, you got to figure out how to get in. I'm like, great. Now so to escape. He, he was fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just wanted to watch me try to pull fucking books out of the. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was that was what Cap did. Cap Cap made that analogy. He's like he's like I was like this is the greatest escape room ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has a button, but uh, yeah. So it's just like uh, I mean I'm gonna tell you though, Minnie fucking killed that room. Oh, yeah. I don't, I mean, it's just like, I tried to ride the wave, but they're like, nah, you're another white dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was like, shit, bro. Yeah, yeah I, haven't, like, I haven't seen Minnie uh, on stage. I've seen, I like ran into him. I haven't seen him perform since, remember Madcaps before it was Adam's Club when he was partnering with somebody yeah. else, and it was a different, it was the, was Alex Yu? The, the monkey thing or something the monkey bar no, no, no. Uh. anyway bef- before Matt before, Cap was before Matt yeah, Cap, yeah okay like years ago um i haven't seen him actually on stage since then mm. but he was good back then so i'm sure he's great now no no he had a whole lot of energy he had i mean I, the only thing the only difference between like his energy and my energy is he dropped a couple m-bombs i was like nah, maybe i should have <laughs> 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 but, um, but but no, it was. I mean, all in all, it was it it was an interesting fucking night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very interesting. 
Um, like everybody did their best, and then like like I said, I I mean I closed it out, but hands down, I think many should have been the closer that because yeah. I I definitely like the energy just like as soon as I walked back up on the stage, there was like oh great another fucking white guy because <laughs> you had me, you had Judd, you had Cap. Mm-hmm. And then you had, you know, Lauren, and you had uh, uh, many. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was just another fucking old white dude. Uh, white people have it hard, man. Yeah, no, I'm not no, even it's saying that. No, no, no. To be white. <laughs> it's so hard to be white. No, no but I'm not I, saying I, that I know what you're saying. Yeah. They, they get, it's, it, yeah. But, it's, uh, like, it's, like, it's like for you in a black room. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you when you go in a predominantly black room, you have a more of a challenge than I do in mm-hmm. that same room because mm-hmm. you're going up there and your 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 you know the black people your culture demands that you be as funny as the motherfuckers going. You better be funny, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas me, some reason, some whatever in the back of the recesses, they just give us a fucking they give us a little more leeway, mm-hmm. and if we're allowed, they give us that little extra rope, and they go, okay, he ain't fucking half bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's another guy next to him, like he ain't half good either. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, but uh, but no, I mean it's it's, it's just a I told you about that when I used to do the uh, the shows in Harlem. Mm-hmm. I used to like I'm gonna tell you in New York the the what they call the Chitlin Circuit. Those rooms paid. They were the best because a you you check they challenged you. It, you had to fucking bring it, and b they paid better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, I, the black rooms always pay better. Always. Always, always. So um, I went to, I did the Daytona. I have a little bit of a story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle um, up. I did the Cinematech Theater okay, yeah, in yeah. Daytona. Okay. Um, I've yet to do that. Yeah, it's featuring Donald headlined. He killed it. Donald. <laughs> Donald His Donald fucking is. nemesis. Oh. No, no, we made up. Oh, okay. We, well, especially after you won so... Fall of Florida's Funniest, you had to make up. Well, yeah, I know. True. But, uh, <laughs> I was so happy. I, I like apologized and everything and it was just it was real good. But anyway, so we're there, uh and the dude that's running the show, Andrew's like so we just got uh thirteen people just bought tickets. They're a part of a bachelor party. Uh, and, uh, uh, so a bachelor party? Bachelor party, yeah. Worst bachelor party ever. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, I mean, so like the, it was all front row that they saved. They wanted the front mm-hmm. row. So I was thinking like bachelor party, you know, like tie askew and, you know, mid thirties and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like kids, it was like maybe like all early twenties. The dude was 23 getting married, no. which is kind of young these days, mm-hmm. but, uh, dumb too, they come in fucking hammered. They're hammered. <laughs> They come in fucked Ready up. to heckle. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. their mission. Yeah, so... so I'm funnier than these guys. From the second the host gets on stage, not only are they heckling, but they're, like, standing up and, like, uh, like going to... Like, it was, like, a class when there's a substitute teacher. Oh. Like, getting, <laughs> out, getting out of their seats, moving around, yeah. and... Um, and but they're like it was every inner city school movie you've ever seen. Like they just right, no. fuck you teach. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so you're Michelle Pfeiffer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <And> teachers. <laughs> so um, so but they were like support. You know, like they were excited. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't the worst type of hecklers. Yeah. But oh, they were okay. hecklers and they did suck. And they were supportive hecklers. Yeah. So what was happening is like uh, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> So what was happening is like, you know, they're in the 
first row. Mm -hmm. So it's a line of yeah. them, like 12, 13 of them, like two first two rows. Yeah. Um, and then so like they were dominating the room and like comics basically had no choice. Yeah, just talk to them. But just, to talk to yeah. them. But then uh, I went I went on second to last and Donald went last. Mm -hmm. And then what I was thinking is like, oh shit. So this isn't good because like I'm standing in the back of the room and I noticed that the crowd, the rest of the crowd, mm -hmm. they feel like they're watching uh a comedy show within like a comedy show. Like, yeah. You know, like they're like, watching they a were, movie of yes, people watching a, movie, a comedy yeah, show. Yeah, because they <laughs> don't feel so left out. Yeah. And like I, I noticed the enthusiasm in the back of the room was low. Yeah. So like my, what I was going to do, my strategy was like, I'll obviously like, I'll hit them real quick, but then mm -hmm. just, just then go back to the rest you're of the room. Yeah, you're trying to bring up the, the, yeah. whole, the yeah. whole room. And yeah. I, I made sure to, like, make eye contact with in the, back. in the back. Yeah. I was actually, I stood on, like, my tippy toes mm -hmm. and, like, looked out back after, <laughs> like, I told a joke. Just so, like, they knew that I was there for them. Yeah. But, like, literally. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, so every comic, it was just them. Mm -hmm. They would, um, and then the most, so they would just, like, yell, like, uh, and then the, there was one dude that was getting up. And just like I don't know what he was doing, but he was just okay. stand up, go to no, he'd go to <laughs> another one of his friends and like just wrestle his hair and then sit oh. back down. He was on E. Yeah, they were so <laughs> fucked that's, up. That's E. So or I get, mushroom. Yeah, so I get up there and I hit him real quick. They looked all like ragtaggy teenage mm -hmm. like. So it's I, Daytona. Yeah. So I said. <laughs> I said something like... Um, I was going to say, like, are you, are you sure you just weren't at Tirdenog? <laughs> <laughs> no, this was the upscale like, Tirdenog. Yeah, no, yeah. Jimmy was high, and he just doesn't realize he was at Tirdenog. Yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> this is just a nightmare he had. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, said something like, they said there was going to be a bachelor party. I wasn't expecting the bullies from Cobra Kai. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I hit him with nice. that, and then yeah, right nice. away I just went... Uh, into my set yeah, and yeah. try and like you know like I was saying try like, to rank looking at everyone yeah. else um, but they were in the first row and they're the most annoying guy was there was this guy that would just go yup uh huh uh huh <laughs> so like I'd be like uh, you know I'm having a lot of anxiety lately uh huh yeah, I just I. He's the one. He's the kid. He's the kid that when he was when he's younger, he would always ask why, yeah, why, uh, why, why. Yeah, it was awful. I mean, I, wow. he he bugged he bugged me the most, um, and so you know I just got and you know there. he walked out of there like mission accomplished. He killed it. So here, <laughs> here's the best part after the show, and then Donald went up and he took care of business and. Mm -hmm. um, he got through. He, he he yelled, but in the tone where you yeah, know, yeah. you know. Like, okay, yeah. I'm it's, okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm mad sorry. At him. It's just I'm laughing because you're like, did he yell at anyone? <laughs> like, yeah. like you know, par for the course. Yeah, that's what we were like joking about. Is like, let, this could be uh, this could be like a viral clip if someone films this. But no, he got through it. Tell me you got that. He kind of did the same thing I did, where it's like address them, these little fucks, but then just keep going because mm. it's not a through, yeah. So afterwards, we're all sitting in the back and the bachelor, or the, yeah, mm -hmm. the bachelor, the mm -hmm. dude that's getting mm -hmm. married, 
Uh, the con- sucker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a bathrobe for whatever reason. And Wait, like, did he come in in a bathroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was just checking. I was like, did yeah. he ch- I didn't know if he made a costume change. I was just like... Uh, so he's wa- <laughs> they're walking him to the bathroom. He could barely walk like this. Mm-hmm. And he came up and oh. said, I really like the show. And then, like, I didn't know if he was, like... I, I was. I didn't know if he was drunk or retarded. <laughs> like, I thought... <laughs> Like, I honestly thought that. I don't mean it in a mean way. No, he, was, thought, he was wicked retarded. Yeah, I have bad drunk dar, so I just thought he was retarded. Drunk but anyway, uh, so he went to the bathroom, and like he's wobbling, mm-hmm. and they get him into the bathroom, and he comes out, and he stops to talk to us again, and uh, for like a half a second, the two of them let go of him, and he fucking uh, falls like a domino forward. Oh, shit. And a table breaks his fall what? on his neck. No. His neck breaks the fall. What? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. And I laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, it was Oh, my God. What did uh He's like, best that movie. after oh, show Donald ever. Said he, he million dollar babied it. <laughs> uh, uh, so that was he great. He clotheslined himself that with a table. Nice, yeah, that <laughs> was a nice little, uh, little like uh, consolation prize for them. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the best tip they could have given you. Yeah, <laughs> although he was the he was the chillest person. He was the yeah. least annoying yeah. of them all. Yeah, but they were yeah. They're but it's his fault that they were there. So fuck him. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he okay though? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but then afterwards we went, uh, we all went out to eat. And it was fun, and that was the best part. I didn't want to leave. I never <laughs> want to leave after a show. I just want to stay forever. And uh, yeah, because <laughs> I know I'm gonna go home, and then I'm gonna have that like high that Depression. I have after a show. Yeah. But then yeah, that yeah. goes. It's like a drug, you know. It's like you're by yourself. You got that drama. You get sad. It's like it's like the read like like the uh, what is it the exports that they do like people jumping out of airplanes. Yeah, so it's, it's like that adrenaline and shit. Mm. It's the same thing because you got that you know you're on that stage. Yeah. And, you know. So that goes away, and it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, you kind of wake don't up, have any drugs, you're like, week. I want some drugs. Yeah. The next show. <laughs> you wait for the next show. Yeah. And then you get happy again. And it's so funny because, like, I'll, like, kind of be miserable. I'm at a point now where, like, I kind of am relying on comedy to make me feel uh-huh. normal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, happy. Yeah. Are we the same person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Because it's like, and then, you no. know, because I'll have, like, a shit day. Right. And, like, how am I going to get out of this kind of, like, shit mood? But then the second I show up at a show, and I'm, like, it all goes away like in, like I wasn't in a bad mood mm-hmm. to begin so with. So, like, do you, do you feel like, you know, like, the best time, the happiest you are in this important time in your life is 7 or 10 or 15, however long you're on stage, that's the happiest you're going to be well, all day? Yeah, or all, like, you know 100%. What no, like, I'm asking that because yeah. I've, I've been there. I've been there as yeah, well. Yeah, that 10 minutes on stage, yeah. um, especially if it goes really well. And I did re- I did good at right. the theater. I mean, I, I had the whole show to think of. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. These guys. Yeah. So, like, I had them <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking locked right, them yeah, right, right, So, like, yeah. every time they said something, I hit them with something good. Yeah. Uh, they had tallies on their shirt, mm-hmm. which I assumed it was how many drinks they had. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I was like, what, what, what are those? What are those? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's one of those tallies for the number of drinks. Oh, I thought it was the number of sexual assault charges you guys had. (laughs) 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 So I just had had them locked away. I mean, you're not a lacrosse team. Right, yeah. But uh, so that the, that ten minutes was great, mm-hmm. and then the, the you know the fifty minutes. Be, and just, then when he fell, that was great. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Even before the show, like hanging out no. before the show, right, right, that, that, that anticipation. And then the ten minutes on stage is like the climax mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. of it all. So you got the foreplay, the climax. Yeah, then mm-hmm. the afterwards, like the kind of like a mushroom trip where it's like that ten minute. And then, then on him stage. falling was like a, taking a shower, right? Well, afterwards. falling was like. <laughs> If I'm comparing it to a mushroom trip, you like you get up there, and then the ten minutes is like when you're the, like peaking, when you're really peaking, right. mm-hmm. and then you kind of go down a little bit. But like with a mushroom, and then you remember trip, that time you peaked, and that's when he fell. Right? No, <laughs> with a mushroom trip, it's like sometimes you think you're coming back down, and then it peaks back up. That's what the, uh, the throat fall was. Yeah. Yeah. coming back that's up funny. a little bit. That was orange juice on acid. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> Sorry for those of you that don't use drugs. We're having a good conversation. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah. I think I need to just find more of a balance in my life. Well, mm-hmm. the I will. I'm just. I don't. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I'm going to tell you from my experience because I, I've 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 had those peaks and valleys just like that. And what I've found that works for me is to do something that's outside of my comfort zone. Like I mean, like there was a time and place where. I went and fucking signed up for a Zumba class because it was something that was out of my fucking comfort zone. I said, fuck it. And it gave me that same adrenaline, that same kind of rush. But, you know, nobody in the class knew me, so I wasn't, I was okay being embarrassed. And I had fucking fun. I mean, people were encouraging me because, you know, how many dudes go to a fucking Zumba class? Not a lot. Not a lot, right? And then the great thing about it was, they put me in the back, so there were some great asses right in front of me. So it was beautiful, right? Yeah. You know, but but that wasn't why I was there. I was I really wasn't. I mean, it was a, it was, it was a, it was a bonus. bonus. It was yeah. a bonus. Yeah. Like you know, it was a bonus. But, but you know, I, I, I it was I, a boner. It was a boner. <laughs> it was a bonus. But you know, I, 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 I I've done that. I've, I've gone. You know, I've signed up for a class, like a cooking class or something like that. And That's a good idea. Just something That's to get outside of my outside of my norm. So that way I have something to look forward to, but, you know, I still have my shows, too. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? It's because, so like, what? Yeah. Social life. Therapy session. And it gives you a lot of, it gives you a, a chance to be in a place where you can write new material. You can have new experiences. experiences yeah. You can meet yeah. new stimulate, people who aren't fucking comedians. Stimulate the brain. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, like, and, I haven't yeah. had a social life outside of comedy. And comedy is really yeah, not a social life. And it's like, I... It, it I actually started. So many people think to it help is help with my social life. Help with the social life. <laughs> yeah, which like, it is. No, it's is like well, it's like hanging it. out. No, but it then it makes social. you want to be antisocial because you see the motherfuckers that are out there, right. like like table neck guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I wonder also, and maybe this is horrendous advice, so don't listen to me. But I can't wait. You are like if if being on stage is like the thing that like really just is the thing that makes you happy. Right now. You're not married. You don't have any kids. Yeah. Nothing. You don't have too many responsibilities. No. Nope. Like, maybe now is the time when you let let that happen and be on stage yeah. all the time. Be that's that psycho. Yeah, yeah. That's what do you mean, like, Robin Williams? Like, he's always show. like, bong, bong, bong. Oh, no, I mean, oh, like, okay. six days a week. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, that's what I'm doing Because it'll be good for your career. But but that's what he's saying. That's that's what he is doing though. He's getting up. Well, no, that is what I'm doing, and it is good because I've. This is the best. I'm like this is the best I've been doing since I started comedy, and I and I know it's not true for every case. Like some people have good lives and fulfilled. You know, you know, married or kids or just like other social things they do. But for me right now, what is driving me is just not having anything else and then relying on comedy. So like, and then like when I'm home, it's like, I'm like, I could be miserable, but I want to be miserable and productive at the same time. Like mm-hmm. I'm right. putting my, how I feel on the back burner. But, but which, to, to address what he said though, it's like, you have to understand though, like mm-hmm. that is, that's, that's not bad advice. And mm-hmm. that is what, you know, we do that's because good, yeah. that this is our, you know, this is what we do. This is what mm-hmm. we're, it's just, you know, how we how we cope with mm-hmm. life but the thing is is about like there's 20 plus something else hours of the fucking day mm-hmm. then that that was where you get in your head that's where the fucking mm-hmm. the, the stupid thoughts creep but in. that's where like, the fucking you know mm-hmm. I've you're no good they're not gonna get your subtle jokes you know yeah. fucking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know? if you if you and I sounds weird I'm, I'm trying to be like here's how you I'm like that douchebag um Dude, yeah. advice you, guy. Here's how you but, but, use but, depression for why? your... <laughs> but but, 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 but think, think about when you go hunting. Think mm. about when you go fishing. Think mm. about when you get away from your fucking wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. He doesn't have those things. That's what yeah. he's got. Yeah. He's got to find that. Address that. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. not, I'm just yeah. saying like I'm that, that he's like, <laughs> a wife. <laughs> I have but, nothing. But the thing is when I do have a girlfriend, comedy yeah. goes on the back burner because yeah. I'm a psychopath. Yeah. And I get obsessed yes. with whatever woman <laughs> right. I'm dating. And then the, I get this little spike mm-hmm. when my heart is broken. Mm-hmm. It, like, fires me up. Oh, yeah. and, uh, Jimmy is Jimmy is, Jimmy, Jimmy is Taylor <laughs> Swift with a haircut. Like, he's uh, yeah. just... <laughs> And like, like it's everything like, he's saying, I'm just like, are yeah. you taking no, the words? Comments are so similar because like, because <laughs> like, uh, there was well, a point where non-married comics are so similar because yeah. apparently he doesn't have the same fucking issues that we right. have. Well, you seem like a mentally stable person, so, so well, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I this it little, took work to get there, but I this little spike. Squirrel. I don't know if he's mentally I had like a really short relationship. It was like we like were hooking up for a couple months, and then we dated for like four months, or maybe not even that. Mm. But uh, we broke up. She broke up with me. I mm. broke up with her first. And then she texted me like she was giving me shit. And she goes, if this is going to be this difficult, why don't we just break up? And I took that as, oh, she just broke up with me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, after that, it like fired me up. And I went I like that two bitch. weeks. Almost showed and her. And I was just writing. Yeah. And I hit the spike and I could tell I was like, I'm going to get my stage. own special. She going to see me on Netflix. Yeah. Fuck that hoe. She's going to regret <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of died down, and then I called her because I wanted, like, I don't know, some kind of closure. Now you That's to, always you, the worst. You yeah, never get closure. Make sure that she's on the same you page wanna, as I am. You want to break up sex, really? Let's be honest. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. But I was just like, I was. I think she like put some shit on Instagram about me, like passive aggressive shit. So like, I called her, and it didn't go well. And. <laughs> And she was being shitty on the phone and, like, just doubling down on being shitty and doubling down on, like, the Instagram post. And then after that, 
it fired me up again, and then I got that, and then I felt like a little boost, and then I was thinking. So basically, she was your little fix. Exactly, right. and then oh, I was man, thinking like I need to like two. Weeks I need to call later. her every day before the show. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking like I need to call her again. Like I need her to just stomp on my balls every two weeks. You should save her in your so phone as writer's block. Writer's block. As right, you should save her in your phone as writer's block. I really should, but like but I haven't even thought about woman in like m- months. Like mm-hmm. I'm just well, obsessed with comedy. Yeah, but well, have you thought about men? Are you? St- <laughs> oh, every night. Yeah, no. But no, you. <laughs> but like, abs- like it's not even like something I entertain. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I mean, where am I gonna? Where am I gonna, gonna meet, meet someone? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> My problem. Because <laughs> right? I only leave the house for comedy. Because yeah, one thing same, I, yeah. I think if if how you're feeling is like your only joy comes like from the comedy, right? And I think also. And correct me if I'm wrong, even if you're not specifically on stage, making progress in comedy gives you a similar feeling. Yeah. yeah. So if you spend your time on stage and the time when you're not on stage, you're editing your videos, you're making your posts at the opportune, you know, hours per day, you're Mm -hmm. and and the, the, the big one that. I struggle with is and I think most people really aren't doing is networking through like email and on social media like you're at a place where no but you're a beast at that at the, though well, that's well, how you got your, your, I, your that's how you got your comedy dynamics thing but I, I go through waves of it like I, I well, just yeah, now because what happened so so this week this my crazy week flows came from I but what, what I'll do is I'll get on top of it I'll fill up my calendar for like two months, mm-hmm. and then I'll get comfortable. And towards the end of those two months, I'll be like, "Oh shit, I don't have anything for the next right there, you know, six there months." Yeah. And then I got to get on the phone and get on the computer yeah. for like a madman for well, days, and the then thing- my calendar's back full again. Right. So I think what you can also do, seeing as again you're in this stage where you're pulling so much of you know your self worth from it work on, you know, feeling better in the rest of your life. But in the meantime, you're at a place where, again, because you're not married, you don't have any of this other stuff, you should be sending your stuff to bookers in Georgia, bookers in South Carolina, bookers in North Carolina, bookers in Alabama. Well, my thing just the Southeast. Let me interject interject for a second, because that's great advice. But also what I wanted to just throw in there is that if you created a schedule, okay, so, like, I know we do this because we don't want to really fucking work. But if you create a schedule in a seven-day period, that let's say Monday, Tuesday, that's the day you're going to send out all this shit. Because that, that's going to take three, four hours tops. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Monday, Tuesday, you set aside that time that this is what I'm going to do. And then you have a time where you set aside, this is where I'm going to write. And you, folk, and you make yourself write. Okay, and then you set aside a time where, like, maybe on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, if you don't have anything going on, I'm going to go find some shit to get into. I'm going to go, you know, take a Zumba class. Fucking play basketball at the fucking YMCA or fucking rec center, whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Figure out something that's going to get you outside of that comfort zone. Again, getting you with that material, getting you that life experience to where you can come back there and not have to rely on comedy all the time because, you know... I got I got to a point where I was I, I had to I had to get on stage I had to get on stage 
And yeah, then, that's right. And then I got out. sick of my fucking material, so my material <laughs> suffered because I wasn't writing. Because my and then when my su- material suffered, my sets weren't going well. So then I was like, fuck comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I, mean I don't like any of these people. I don't like. Any, I need new. I, fuck everybody. You know what I mean? So right. you just get frustrated. So it has to be some sort of like, you know. Even flow, but even. You know? Oh wait, what you No, I was just saying. I see both of your points because I do need some balance. But I also the obsessive period I'm going through now is something I've never gone through before. And all these pro comics always talk about those obsessive years where use it. Yeah. All you. So I think I need to use it. I do need some balance, and I do need, and it's good for writing. Huh. The problem is for me is like if I'm not doing, if I'm not going to a show. Uh, and I'm just like, if I'm doing anything else when I'm not at a show that's not writing, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm wasting my time. Like, I'm trying to, sometimes I want to turn my brain off. And so I have this Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and um, I found Halo Reach. I'm like, oh, shit. Because like, I was like, dude, this is, I'm, I'm going to play. Every time I turn it on, I just have this insane guilt. Like, I'm wasting my There's time. There's somebody listening I, right now. Is is like if I told you I was playing an Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so it's, it's really But like for me, it's like right. It's, but I don't. It's solace. It. Yeah. It's like uh-huh. something like. But let me just say this. Take that. Take that. That that energy that you would have on a show, or going to a show, to put yourself in a different group, a different like surrounding, and then in that time, just for you, in your head. Panel your material into a conversation to see if you fucking get away with it. Right. I promise you, it's fucking fun as hell. You can get away with it with non-comics, right? Right, uh, but you but 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 you but you perfect it with non-comics, and then yeah. the next level. It's like you know, and then Ralphie. I don't know if you, you guys have seen that video that Ralphie made did a few years back. He was talking about to young comics and stuff like that, yeah, and he it. plays a game with himself. Where he's like, okay, if I can, if I tag this every every new tag I have. I get a point. Yeah. Every every new uh, every new punchline I find, every new premise I find, I get right. extra. So you know that's it's another way to just that's you know, cool. I kind of like that. I like to. Yeah. I want to do that. Uh, Colin Quinn does that too. Um, I and, remember. Uh, I remember watching Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill. You see that the, the, his special or his uh, document the documentary on him was called Killing Is Easy or that whatever. That was great. It was great because he literally said that to people. He's like, "Killing is easy, man." I've literally watched. I watched him. Dig himself into a hole right. in, a, in a show just so he could dig himself out. Right. Like, I, there was this, I, I was up. Uh, it, it was insane to watch because yeah. I was I was at this, I was at Stand Up New York. I'm, I, I told you this story before. Mm-hmm. I was at Stand Up New York in, in, in New York City and I was, I was young. I was a young comic. I was doing FaceTime. I was just sitting at the bar and I was literally a fucking fly on the wall for this. It was him, it was Rich Voss, and, and a guy named. Um, Fuck, it'll come to me in a minute. Todd Lynn. Okay? And they're all hanging out there. The guy who was hosting, it was a guy named Greg Wilson. And Greg Wilson, you know, he was a great host, whatever, whatever. But there was this kid from Long Island that had brought 100 people to fucking stand-up in New York. Okay? And Patrice was trying, he was bouncing around doing gigs, doing sets. He comes in there, and he's running late for a set because this kid's on there. This kid's doing 30 minutes, but he sucks. So Patrice starts talking about how he sucked. Like, get him the fuck off stage. I got shit to do. And he realized, they told him that his whole fucking crew was in there. Guy, go, Patrice goes on stage and it's like, uh, yeah, who, 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 who's the father 
of that 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 person that was just up here. And the guy goes, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Most of us hate our fucking fathers because they didn't support us, okay? But you're supporting him to get into the same shit we fucking do for misery? You're a horrible fucking father. Right. You're a terrible parent. Literally, people wow. started getting up and walking out. He's like, good, 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 go, bye. Bye, yeah. we got your money, fuck off. Yeah. You know? And literally, okay, now, he, there was 120 people in the room. 20 of them left. The rest of them fucking stayed to watch his ass. Good, and he yeah. dug himself out of that hole, and then the rest, you know, as they say, is fucking history. Love it. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that's that's just, that's when you get, it's like certain comics get to a certain level where it's just like, they have to do something to and get that adrenaline sense, going, to yeah. get that same, that same feeling, you know what I mean? Cause, right. But I think there's also, I think there's also ways of reaching out and, and trying new things that I think are super far outside of the box for most people that I think you should tap into during this time. Such as so like mean? So, for example, so this is my phone at noon today, my lunch break. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who am I DMing? Uh, Marlon Wayans? I sent Marlon Wayans <laughs> asking him to be on the podcast. Wow, Gabriel Iglesias, hey. Bill Bellamy, no, you know what? Tracy Morgan. But here's what because I because the worst they can say is fucking no. Well, no, because here's what I did. Yeah, I followed the Orlando Improv calendar. Oh, and nice. Go, hey, I see you're going to be in Orlando during this date. I have a podcast that's roughly forty minutes from Orlando. Would you be willing if I were to come pick you up to do the podcast? Nice. It is an extraordinarily long shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but but you'd be I'll surprised. Be but I'll be, I'll yeah, be yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, Jim Gaffigan's did the King Center. Or I don't know if he did or is doing. I don't know when the date was. But I emailed uh, Nate Bargatze's coming on in March. I, if you reach out to him, okay. I'll, I will try to follow up with him and see if I I, I, I know the guy. I've, I've known okay. him for years. No, I sent I sent um I sent an email to his management mm-hmm. about it. Um, so I will send him directly. like the first the first oh, like I mean. tour I ever did with the, yeah. the I told you the the Southern hostility thing I did with yeah. the the other guys from the South. Mm-hmm. He was the host on our DVD. Okay. Like that's mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's he's okay. A, I love I love Nate. All right, he's so amazing. Mm-hmm. I'll reach out to him directly. He's like this well. generation's Gaffigan. He's like this yeah. generation's, you know, uh, Brian Regan. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so funny. He's clean, but you don't he even think funny. about him being clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not... It, it's it's just... He's, yeah. he's... And that's who he is. That's just who the fuck he is. Yeah. You know, he's that's what's cool about him. So I think in... in he actually picked me up off the floor and fucking... <laughs> at a, I mean, I'm insane, but... Uh, at, at a bar in New York City, he was like, dude, let me get you, let me get you the, to the cab. <laughs> Oh, good dude. He's a great fucking dude. He's a great fucking dude. So I think in in this window of time, right, I think there's a lot that you can do that might be... Because the thing that I think happens to people is there's a, there's a standard path and a standard pace that you can kind of grow and get better. Or you can kind of step out of that timeline and go after it harder than... I think most people grasp as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because I, it, it's weird that we keep going back to because you have nothing going on in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's not> <laughs> but because <laughs> especially after today, <laughs> no, but because yeah. you don't have other things 
like holding you back to go nothing. Do, like if I wasn't have I mean, comedy going on. Comedy, well, like, yeah. no, 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 because if I wasn't if I wasn't married, yeah. right? I would get I, I I would reach out to bookers all the way up and down the East Coast from from Miami to Maine. Right. And I would just get on ninety five now and just as long as as long as I make enough money to to put gas in the tank, right. just keep rolling. Right. Oh hell yeah! Because you you would be able to in what would normally take a comic a decade to build those relationships and contacts, yeah. you'd be able to knock that out in a year. Of yeah. I don't have anything else going on, but I have a good reliable car and I'm young. I just, I'm yeah. sorry, I just wanted yeah. to interject because great advice. But, not to you, but to anybody, any of the comics that are listening right now, mm -hmm. before you take his advice, make sure you have at least a good, decent fucking video. Okay? Make sure you have some sort of fucking, you know, like, uh, kit that you can give them to, that, 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 yeah. that, that, that is representative of who you are. Because if you're making these calls and these emails and these text messages, whatever you're doing, and they ask you for something, you got to be ready. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't just be like, oh, well, give me a week. Bitch, why'd you text me? It's you know true. what I mean? I it's like, don't waste people's time, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if uh, you have your shit together, he's got good video. You, I mean, you've got good stuff, too. I've seen your stuff. I've seen some of your stuff that you posted. I'm just saying, if, mm -hmm. if you're going to take your advice, mm -hmm. just make sure you're not wasting these people's time. Because that is... Oh, yeah. No, the, I got... To be... No, I'm not saying you. I'm just telling oh. you or anybody listening. Because the, the worst listening. thing that anybody could do... <laughs> you're right. You're right. You, you know, one person. Okay, mom, I love you. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but, but like, seriously... It's actually like 50-something like people. The worst, the worst, the worst thing oh, you yeah. can do <laughs> is... Well, two things. Be seen before you're ready. Okay? To where you go up... If you go up some, in front of somebody, like, it's your big shot, and you fucking eat dick... More people will remember that moment than anything you do for the rest oh, of your yeah, life. For sure. Okay. And the other worst thing, the probably even worse than that, is to waste somebody's time and not be ready when they go. Okay, come on, let's try this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like you know, it's like if you're sitting in a, in a club, you know, and you weren't even thinking about going up on stage, and and they're like, um, you know, uh, somebody, you know, comic got you know bailed out. You, you, can you do some time? And you go, Nah, I'm good. Fuck you. Why are you in this club? Why are you even a comedian? Oh, yeah. You definitely jump on stage any possible time again. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I filled up my February pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, and my January. But in between that, I mean, I, I can put more dates in. Like The cool thing about like February now is I have it pretty booked. Mm -hmm. um, so now all I need to do is fill, like, as far as weekends... I just need to fill two days to have every single, three days to have every single weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday filled. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, get a couple, th oh, and then I just added a Thursday show on uh, the 16th. So, like, yeah, I just, I, I just need to do that a little bit to fill it in. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, like, those amount of shows and then filling the rest in with open mics. Mm -hmm. I'm. I can. Uh, I'll be on like kind of like you said, like a fast track here of yeah. getting. Um, it's like at this point, it's like I need to be on stage as much as possible. Not just because of the compulsion, but like I'm at at this point now where like I feel like if I slow down, I'm going to lose everything. Mm -hmm. I feel. You. And um, yeah. and I. Uh, I mean, I've been. I've never 
been confident before until just lately. Like, mm-hmm. I was driving home with Rudy, I think maybe five months ago, and mm-hmm. I had, like, a bad set at um, Milk District uh, Comedy mm-hmm. sh- sh- Showcase, mm-hmm. and um, I just ate ate shit and I was like I'm not funny like I suck what am I doing I had this like I'm wasting my time like yeah, I sincerely I, Rudy is the right guy to have that conversation yeah, with too because he's so like, sweet yeah, and supportive <laughs> you, you can't see it but you're you can't see it right now but you know you're funny and don't give up and mm-hmm. and then but Aww. it didn't matter what he was saying no no because I was because it's how you then, feel I was convinced it's, that I was wasting my time. Yeah, I'd have been yeah. like Jimmy, the car's moving. Just jump out. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you don't lock the fucking door for you. Trust me. Yeah, no, because like, kill yourself. There's many ways to do well, it. Well, the, the thing is, though, is like sometimes, like when when you're on stage as a comic and and you feel like you're bombing, because I've had the experience where I I feel like my jokes didn't get the laughs they deserved. I, I felt like I know that these jokes work and I've heard people, you know, respond to them more, you know, heartily or whatever. The laughs were bigger, the laughs were louder or whatever. And then you walk off stage and you just feel like, you're like, this, that's bullshit. And then you get like, fucking, everybody comes up to like, uh, the audience like, oh, you were so fucking funny. You were my yeah. favorite. You, got, like, you fucking watching the same show I was? But I even, yeah. <laughs> you know? good, I haven't even been having those lately. Um, like, I feel like I can't do that anymore as much as, like, even if, like, what an do audience... What do you mean? I mean, like, if an audience sucks, I, I gotta stop. I can't blame the audience. Oh, no, 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 no. I never blame the audience. No, I'm I just trying to figure out what the fuck I did. Yeah. And I'm like, why are, Why am I not... What did I... Did I, did I take a pause in the wrong place? Am I, am I, am I like, slurred my words? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Whatever. So, yeah, no, it's definitely time to take an assessment of yourself. But you don't real. What I'm saying is, like, you don't realize that... Even though the laughs aren't where you think they are, the audience doesn't know that, and they're they're just being an audience, and they did enjoy it, and they did have a good time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And you can't take that to heart, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And 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 like. No, I don't, and I don't go on stage with expectations or anything. And that's the best um, thing. But I don't go on stage anymore, fearing that I'm going to eat shit. Like I go on confident now. Mm-hmm. I don't get really nervous. Mm-hmm. anymore but I, I still get that like oh shit I'm going on stage mm-hmm. thing. Right, but it's right, not right. like I'm not dreading it I, but like I'm so I'm looking forward to it and I think that that comes off to the audience it's like I'm oh, going yeah, on absolutely. stage like excited to go on stage well like I'm, they, always, you know, I'm sorry go ahead oh no and they can tell I think they can tell that this guy's excited to be on stage mm-hmm. and I think that's the difference now absolutely I'm going on stage and, and they can tell that I'm excited to be up there and um, I'm having fun because I'm legitimately having fun. Like uh, you're not faking it. Maybe you're even not like, pretending to have yeah, fun. You're actually maybe having even fun. four months ago, I would have to tr- pretend to be like enjoy because like I was so nervous mm-hmm. about like eating shit. Mm-hmm. And, now and, it's then, like, and that's it's, one of the things I've, I've always said. You, Chris, you, you, you know, t- tell them this. I've always said that the that the the whole thing is a psychological mind fuck with the audience. The less you give a shit about bombing the less you're going to bomb. The yeah. less you give a damn how this joke is going to be received, the better they fucking receive it. Always. Yes. Mm-hmm. I see that. So, so so, 46 minutes in, Ash, Ash did you have any shows words. that you've done in the last two weeks? <laughs> 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 yeah, we can talk. It's fine. Um, 
Oh, well, no. I, I feel like a dick. Like, she just... <laughs> I didn't do any shows. I did host two open mics. I well, let's do a show. Let's do yeah. a show. You can, does that count? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Were you on stage? Yeah. Did you make people laugh? Yeah. That's well, a fucking show. And I got paid. So <laughs> and like, you got paid? And you got you, paid. So that's definitely I was, I was getting there. Yeah. yeah. I hosted a Pineapple's Moon Room because the original host didn't show up. So I... Was that me? Yeah, it was you. It was me. He said, "Was that me?" Yeah, 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 motherfucker. I was excited because I was like, "Oh, I don't remember booking that." I'm so sorry. It's okay. Oh, you did. You did to him what you used to do to make good. I should have texted you because that happens when it. No, I was excited. I was just like, "Yeah, I get to host." Yeah, and Ash did it, and we had a heck. I actually don't. People like don't like hosting, but I like it because the thing is, it keeps. Like, I'm like Jimmy. My brain goes all over the right. place. So usually when I'm at a mic, I get socially anxious. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I'll want to, like, drink or smoke or something. And those are things, mm-hmm. like, I'm trying not to do. So whenever mm-hmm. I host, it keeps me on the stage going back and forth. Right, so, right. Like, it keeps me busy. And, it keeps and so when you do going. think of something, you can actually go up there and say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just, like, keeps me from just, like, going off and doing yeah. other stuff, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. but, like, I enjoy it. So how did you, how did you deal with the heckler? The heckler. Um, I didn't deal with him uh, directly. I just he didn't in really between. heckle you. Yeah, he didn't heckle mm. me. Oh, he had respect. <laughs> <laughs> but in the middle, I was just like, you know, just keep it. I just kind of like got the audience back together. Mm. Yeah, and you told them, you know, uh, you told him, <laughs> even though you directed it at everyone. You know. Oh, pretend but that you're, you're like, a 1950s housewife. Oh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said pretend you're a 1950s a housewife. Don't speak unless you're spoken to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. And I, like, I didn't expect it to go off that well, but everybody thought <laughs> that's, it was really that's, funny. That's good. That's but good, but yeah. what did? Oh, what were you saying? Were you saying something else? I was just saying you ran like you, you, you're a great host. That oh, night. thank you. Yeah, thank you. killed it. Yeah, I'm like you though. I I, I love hosting. I, 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 if I if I got paid to host, what I get paid to headline, I would host every fucking show I did. Yeah. I like hosting, and it's a it's an important skill because for a couple reasons, but even like at your level. As a host, you can at least get out there. Yeah. You know, like I'm doing, I, I just booked, I'm going to be hosting Visani's mm-hmm. this weekend, mm-hmm. I don't which I wanted to feature, but they I've never done Visani's, so they don't know me. Tell Jamie Morgan I said hi. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to go out there as a host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to do everything in my power to Whoa. bury the feature. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. Some of the but, best. Well, no, well. Here's the thing. I I can I can Not the job of a host. I can do a good job at hosting. Scolded by Jimmy. When we turn the mic off. No, the feature's good. No, the feature's good. It's just I don't. I say bury the host because it's just how I say. But do so well that they go. We can't bring you back as a host. You want to be so good they can't deny you, like Steve Martin said. Yeah. 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 You want to. You want to be like, oh shit. Okay. This guy. You don't want to bury the host. Or the feature, but it might happen. Yeah, and also doing your comedy <laughs> you make to the best of your ability yeah. is what you want to do anyway. Yeah. It's not yeah. your fault yeah. if uh, if they can't. Yeah. yeah, but there's always a little bit of me that if I'm not um, closing a show, it's like, mm-hmm. well, let me see if if I can make it difficult for the person going. Oh yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> because there's always that little twist. Just because yeah. you say it in a nicer way doesn't make it better. But I, no, <laughs> that's exactly. I mean, so no, 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 it's different because back. I'm not ho- when I'm not hosting. No, you uh. want people to because I've I have heard from places I've been places as a feature, 
And I've had club owners tell me that the headliner complained that they need to stop featuring me because they put me on. And they make them work. And I make the headliner work really hard after me. But, but see, I love that shit. That's why I bring you on the road with me because yeah, I, want, what they should I want you to right. set that. I want you to get that audience so comfortable that when mm-hmm. I go up there, I it's it's actually it's not work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can ride that wave. You yeah. know what I mean? So you can you can get to the next level by asking, but I think the most effective way to get to the next level is, is to be so good that they're like, all yeah. right, we can't have this guy right. continue to host. We can't, we can't like, have this guy mean? host. Nobody can fucking follow him. Yeah. So yeah, that's whenever I go somewhere and host, I'm and one trying of the, but, to. Like, but that's the I was about to say a little while ago is that like some of the best hosts throughout history, like do you know you know who Richard Belzer is? Yeah, he was the guy that's on Law and Order, but he mm-hmm. used to be a huge like touring comedian back mm-hmm. in the late seventies, early eighties. He was the house MC at Catch a Rising Star in New York City. Ah, okay. Some of the best comedians in the world, some of the like, biggest names, are like the best hosts. And the thing is, because they know that no matter what they do or say, that they can get that audience at any time. They're that comfortable on stage. So many people nowadays think that hosting is not a good, not 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 something that is important. You know, they think that I, I mean, people are like you know, hosts won't make or break a show. Bullshit. Oh no! Bullshit! Oh, no. Now, mind you, a feature won't make or break a show. Now, mind but you, a bad host will well, fuck the show. show. Yeah. But, but 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 on the flip side of that, there, if there is a show that's stacked where you have a, a a host that you know may or may not be you know the greatest host, but you got a really good feature and a really strong fucking you know headliner, yeah, they're not going to make that much of a damage. Yeah. But then again, if that headliner is having an off night and that 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 that, that host has not kept that audience energy up that's the problem and also if a host comes up and just bombs for 10 oh yeah under it it's absolute the tone it sets, sets the, the tone for the whole this is yeah. the first thing they're seeing yeah is and then not just it's bombing like, but that certain type of bombing where you're the they don't care and then like as a it's, host it's like, <laughs> it's like being an appetizer that tastes like shit and yeah. then not really wanting to have the fucking main course because that appetizer fucking left a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, it's bad. And then like the like a host that like is because like a lot of times like locally even like mm-hmm. a host isn't going to be that good. Sometimes just not funny yet. Yeah. But like they'll tell a joke that's like at least it's in joke they're form, likeable. and yeah. then they'll make fun of a joke right. not working, and they're right. likable. Yeah. And then afterwards they do that. All right, enough of me. Who's ready for a show? Yeah. And yeah. Then, okay. Who's that's ready good. for the real comedy? Yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> you you, you saw yeah. it. You tried. But you, but you made it aware. Yeah. Talking about the elephant in the room. That's what I've always said. Is that as a good host, let's say you have fifty people in the audience. As a good host, you're the fifty first audience member. So you're sitting there watching what they're watching, and if you don't comment on what the fuck they just saw, yeah. then you're not doing your job. You know what I mean? And your job as a, as a host is kind of like a tour guide. Think of it like a tour guide at Disney. And you're not supposed... If you get laughs, that's great. You're, but you're not there to be funny. You're there to lead this these 50 people from his little world into your little world. I can you know show what I'm saying? you the... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like, I mean, like honestly, it's, it, it's crazy because... I mean, when I was first starting out, I mean, I lo- again, I loved hosting because I was always in, I was in theater, I did improv, mm-hmm. so I, it just came naturally to me, and plus I emceed weddings and bar mitzvahs, mm-hmm. so if I could deal with little 13-year-old brats, I could deal with anybody, you know? But one of the coolest things, one of the coolest things 
which was like a slash, uh, insult slash compliment, was one show I did. And they were like, man, you are so funny. You should be a comedian, too. <laughs> no, but it was like, you know, that, that's, that's I, I felt accomplished. I was like, oh, that's my job. You didn't think I was a comedian, but I fucking am. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. I, I mean, I felt good about it. So, yeah, hosting is very important as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up my calendar to make sure that I get this right. So that you don't miss out on another show that you're supposed to be at? No, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, so I hosted Bitters and Bombs no, no, no. on Friday. So I booked him on the show. Was, uh, a lot of comics came out. Um, we had some audience members at the beginning. It's a weird. <laughs> we, we had some audience members at the beginning. Well, it, it went really late, so <laughs> it's like a bar walking. restaurant. So it's yeah. like people were there eating, so mm-hmm. then those people uh, were yeah. there done yeah. eating, mm-hmm. and it's like near. They came town. for they came for dinner and got dick jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ambush comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this dude right here, I, I booked him on a show one time, and like a week goes by, and he don't he doesn't call me. I'm flipping through, I'm scrolling through Facebook, and I see this fucking flyer <laughs> your date from my date with his face on it <laughs> and some chick down in fucking uh what was her mark mark what's her fucking name monica Mo- Mo- monique no not monique the the, the which one Marina? The, the, one, the, the chick the uh older chick that you <laughs> no she's been around for fucking ever no like. no but just you trying to him just not know <laughs> this is just like, you don't even remember what monica monique Mo- uh mark she got, it's like double M, so something uh, like whatever her name is. Double M's. What? what, what it like was a, a show local? You in South Florida. Like or a South local Florida. In South Florida. Marshall okay. Mathers. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Arts Garage with okay. um, Monique. Yeah. No, it's not Monique. It is. She Mo- no, 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 I'm not talking about Marissa. She's the one oh, that okay, runs it. I'm, I'm talking about Monique. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I see this. I'm like, <laughs> I screenshot it. I sent it to him. Like, uh, hey, bro. Uh, is this a mistake or did I, you know, he's like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I got to get a better calendar. I'm like, damn right you do. Shit, what the hell? No, I'm at a weird oh, yeah. point where. No, no, fuck you. <laughs> you professional motherfucker. Yeah. No, no, it's true. But I'm saying I'm at a point where there was, there was a point where I could normally just say yes to everything because my calendar would be empty enough. Mm-hmm. Right. To where there's a ninety-nine um, like percent weird place where you're doing so well. Everybody wants you on their fucking show, and you fucking just say, "Fuck it, I'm gonna fuck Duncan." <laughs> so I did, after um, he taught you comedy. After he taught me after comedy, all he did so for did you. How dare you? I didn't do shit. I just took his money. He so created you. <laughs> The reason you're here. He's the whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> don't be put. Don't be put. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't Duncan be put words in my mouth. Yeah, we're, we're literally whoa, in, whoa, whoa, whoa. in a building my father owns. And she's like, he's the reason you're here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Relax. I'm Relax. pretty sure there's no DNA there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Plus, his dad was a comedian way before I fucking ever was. So, you know. So, we, um. <laughs> so, I had. I can't, because I didn't do. So, Monday we did the podcast. Tuesday, I was not at Pineapples. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I was, but I was not at Pineapples. What were you doing? No, I because I, I think didn't I message you and I was like, yeah, oh, you yeah, was supposed him. to be there. I was yeah. like, I'm sorry. I remember you called him right yeah. now. Uh, no, I texted him. I said, you texted him. I said, where are you? His sugar was running low, and I was like, in my bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's far. Out. <laughs> I had a long day, but uh, so. I did Thursday. 
So, that, well, here's an example of what, like, having a lot going on, what it ends up doing to you. Thursday. So busy. I'm not, I'm not just talking, I'm talking about the combination of life and comedy. So, Thursday, I was at the Flamingo Room in Fort Lauderdale. Life, comedy is life. So, I worked, so I worked on Thursday. From 9 o'clock in the morning, I got off work at 5, I jumped in the car, drove wah, to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> He's such a hater. I drove to Fort Lauderdale. I'm a hater? Yeah. Hello, Lauderdale. Hello, this is Pot. You're black. <laughs> Did the Flamingo Room, which is uh, one of Corey Cognac's room down oh, in South Florida. I what I was worry. also going to say is, in, again, in this period of doing stuff, I know you're not known all over Florida. No, so you got to spend some time in South Florida. You got to spend some time in Southwest Florida, around Naples, that area. So you can get on Snappers, get Tampa, Gainesville, yeah. Pensacola. You, like, so there's you, a lot that you can you tap get, into. If, if you want to yeah. tap into Jacksonville, you need uh, Marcus Crespo or uh, uh, Anna Lepley. They will fucking yeah. help you out with yeah, that. Yeah, Anna's Anna. Uh, uh, there's a guy named jo- Joey Nichols. Oh, runs, yeah, I know. He, he yeah. runs a good room on Friday nights up there. Oh, cool. I should um, comedy talk, talk, Reach out to Anna. Anna will yeah. give you the, the lay of the land. Anna wanted me to go on a, like a mini tour, and like this was like six months ago. Oh, wow. And then when I was like hating myself, and I'm like, mm. I'm not ready for that. I Aww. suck. But now Aww. I feel... Do you, you need know, a hug? I could do it now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad, I'm, no, no, seriously, should, Jimmy, yeah. I'm glad to hear about that, because like you... You good. In fact, I paid him a, a, yeah. a my own little backhanded compliment here. a couple about about six seven months ago. Did you? Yeah, yeah. When you when I was when the first time I did the uh, uh, the retro room. Oh yeah. And I said I was like I was like dude this is so cool I it's got I got the I get the same vibes as you know the original open mics I was like damn dude you're like you're like the new me but a bigger asshole. That's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I said. I'm like that's not a compliment. <laughs> so well, to me it was. So I worked Thursday, drove down Back to Fort Lauderdale, did the Flamingo Room, yeah. left the Flamingo Room, drove back to Melbourne, okay. worked Friday, Friday, drove back to Fort Lauderdale uh-huh. to do Spill the Beans, which is Fassel Malik's room oh. um, down in Fort Lauderdale. What about I Tuesday? Sp- spent the night... At, um, yeah, that night he was like, "Damn, I'm so glad I didn't do that Tuesday. I'd be tired." <laughs> <laughs> this is leading up to Tuesday, right? No, no, no. no this, this, is this is after Tuesday. This is after Tuesday. So, so it's irrelevant. Exactly. No, no, like, wah, 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 I swear wah, wah, to God, Tuesday. No, for real, Tuesday night. I genuinely just forgot. I no, completely forgot. Yeah, that's totally okay. Yeah, and <laughs> Ash, Ash got to host. It thank, worked you know, out. It all worked out. Everything happens for a reason. So then I left. I stayed at my aunt's house down. Um, in plantation, and then Saturday, yeah, Saturday <laughs> night. Sorry, I couldn't resist. I, uh, f- I fished all day Saturday, but then I <laughs> did Saturday night. <laughs> I was on a plantation and I fished all day. <laughs> I did uh, Don't Tell, the South Florida. Yeah, what's, oh, what's that about? Who runs that because one? I saw so you post, like, this see. is a good idea. What, what, what's see. the whole, too, what's the premise play. behind that? Somewhere. So, I mean, I know so runs, Don't like, Tell, the idea is that <laughs> it's, they don't tell you, they don't reveal the location of the show until the like of. the day of. And it's always So they have a real good following then. They have a huge following. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a so it's a national Because they dangle the carrot and then like, guess what? It's not a carrot. No no no. It's it's <laughs> it's sold out shows. There's That's what I'm saying. That's cool. All over the country at this point. There's oh, wow. there, they so isn't it in isn't it in yeah, California? Oh. Where it started? Oh I think yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, it's okay. all over. So, I think yeah, I think I've seen the no, okay, there's Tampa, yeah. Jacksonville, South Florida, Orlando. Yeah, so um, 
So I did. So Dean Roshdi runs the South, well, a few of the South Florida rooms, mm-hmm. um, and I worked with him before. Mm. Um, so it's this one was in a gym, mm. and it's the coolest thing because they empty yeah, out. Yeah, they empty out all the equipment out of the middle of the gym. And just imagine this big ass gym with. So they turn it into almost like a stadium, like like if, if it were like a, yeah. a mini Madison Square yeah. Garden type thing. And you know, a hundred people in there, mm-hmm. pitch black room with a jet. They they bring like the giant. I looked it up because I want one. They're like five hundred dollars. The spotlight that's in right. the back of the room, but it's just like a beam. Like that, like the one they had at Groucho's. Uh, uh, I think oh, so. The one they had it over at Muggsy's for a while when they were yeah. doing the Groucho shows. That's just a giant. It's like old as shit. Is like this. Yeah. 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 Um, and it just, it was a murderous show. Because what was, what's cool about it is they're pretty particular about who they put on. Mm. Um, so it was... It's very like diverse. Five. Um, no, it was not a bunch of Puerto Ricans like, and me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So it's not diverse at all. <laughs> no, but everybody was Hispanic and then, um, I think, uh, Dean, I think is Pakistani or something like that. But, um, no, it's just such a cool, it's such a... It's a like a hipster kind of thing. Yeah. It's just it's like, a hipster because like hi- hipsters love like something that's underground, it's yeah. not known about, and mysterious. And it's the and wildest thing because the gym is in a plaza, so there's other people walking through the plaza. So imagine you walking through a plaza and you walk past a gym, mm-hmm. and there's like a hundred and fifteen <laughs> people in there, and there's a guy just with a microphone and a spotlight, and and it was just an amazing show. I mean, the energy down there is just. I love South Florida. Right. Yeah. It's it's just a yeah. I haven't done many shows down there, but every time I have, it's just yeah. been fun. Yeah. The Orlando Don't Tell show that I did a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago was insane. It yeah. was like in this photography studio. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was nice. like that all white thing. Right, right. Yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, just the crowd was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, buzzing and... Uh, and that's that, yeah. That's I think that that's the appeal of it is like they just like oh, yeah. yeah like, they don't know what's gonna happen. They've never been in this building. I, I yeah. Think, yeah, and it was awesome. it was a blast, and mm-hmm. I had so much fun. And that was like another night. And then um, after that, I'm like I'm not going home. And then it was uh, Jake's birthday the mm-hmm. night after, mm-hmm. so they were like going out a little bit. It was super cold. It was that one really yeah. cold night. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just was Saturday around. night that we did that fucking private party. Oh, yeah. That was miserable. We, oh, 46 degrees. We're doing an outside fucking gig. I can't gig. believe that. That's yeah. Crazy. I mean, literally, it was uh, Eugene and him. And then I was like, take a five-minute fucking fire pit break because I ain't fucking like, uh-huh. sit through these motherfuckers <laughs> getting hypothermia for a fucking dick joke. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sorry. Crazy. It was one of those weird shows where you can't tell if you're bombing or not. Just because... But we didn't care because we'd already been paid. It was... <laughs> and there was weed everywhere. It wow. was physically... Like, you're you're physically suffering. So the audience is physically suffering. So <laughs> but they're like, sticking with you, though. That was like, the beautiful thing about it. They like were right there with you. They wanted it. It's like they're laughing, but you can just see them, like... That's outside. Shivering, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, laughs just go into the yeah. abyss. But they're all so high as shit. Yeah. Like, they're awesome. all... I mean, it was, it was done for a... Uh, it, was a it was a private... Uh, party for Tetra Horizon, which is the company that uh, the pot doctors that actually get you legal. Um, oh. I have a friend. My friend of mine owns uh, is part owner of the Tetra Horizon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So she legal weed. Yeah. So that's coming up soon. Yeah. The whole legal. Are they gonna vote on it. Soon? The uh, what uh, uh, recreational? I feel like it's coming soon. Oh, there's that. I had that speaker on stage on Friday. Oh yeah, I had um. Beachside Retro on What are you Friday. pointing at? You that little speaker thing? 
that thing. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so I brought that on stage. Um, this comedian that's super funny, Anthony Papali, mm-hmm. gave me that. He's like filming my set. He's like, bring that on stage. We'll pick up the sound mm-hmm. from the stage. Yeah. And then he uh-huh. sent me the video. It's like, fuck Smart. yeah. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Um, that was cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was. <laughs> but I have my I have my tradition. So if, yeah, if you want to get so where I'm at now, and I I haven't started to, I'm not used to being quote unquote headliner. Um, so I'm not used to being able to be like oh, I'll bring somebody. But yeah, if you want to go do some South Florida shows, I'll ask when I'm going to see if I can get you like yeah. guest spot. What, what I, what I, sure. in that instance, just ask them if you can bring a guest spot. You know? yeah. That's what I always do with mm-hmm. like, you know, first starting off, like if I don't know, I'm just like, hey, mind if I bring a guest spot to help yeah. me drive, you know, or they're driving me down or whatever you say. Mm-hmm. They usually, nine times out of ten, nobody has a problem when you bring like a five minute, seven minute guest spot. Yeah. yeah. 10 to 15. Yeah. It's just a rough, I don't know if, uh, he just what? doubled it. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I'm headlining this bitch. I just don't know if He's people want to. You too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. It still hurts to laugh. Fuck. He's a headliner now. But there's a. <laughs> but I just don't know if, if people want to. Because I, I always want to like invite people. But I'm always like, do people really are people really up for what that is? The three hours there, what the show, and yeah. then the I'm three hours, yeah, well, that's, and, that, and that's yeah. the thing is because like if you're vouching oh, for somebody, not often, you're vouching for somebody. They got to be up for that show. and They got to do a good job because otherwise, your name is yeah. mud. Mm-hmm. Three hour drive. I'm saying if you're if you're if yeah. you're bringing somebody to a show to like a place that you're either just got in with or you're in good with. If you say, "Hey, I'm gonna bring somebody," that person, you better make sure they're fucking funny. Because yeah. if you they come down and you know they don't have a good set, it's not just on them; it's on you. Yeah, you know. And Miami's such a different. It's such a. It's a different world when you're on stage. Like it, they, it you have to be good at crowd work and you got to be fast at it because they are. You got it's an attention span. Well, like so, like the show I did at, at um like the hotel. There's this. There's a. I don't even think it's like New York because I feel like New York audiences at least they're, the culture in New York is that they appreciate and understand comedy mm-hmm. because New York is like the mecca well, of comedy. Wait, you're talking about the mainstream clubs. I'm talking about like going and yeah. going like a Gen Z's up in Harlem or going out mm-hmm. to you know uh, fucking you know mm-hmm. East New York and doing a show at a, at a, at a pizza place. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. just bang bang bang. You got mm-hmm. just you got to stay on top of them because the minute you let up. You know, it's like it's it's as bad as doing a uh, a show in front of a, a predominantly white crowd that's redneck, and they're like, "You're done!" in the fucking early two thousands. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mean? So, but it's a very like so the I mean, you take even, a dramatic even, pause, and somebody goes, "You're done!" Like fuck you. Uh, even it don't yeah. tell, which is like a again, it's a thing that brings out comedy fans. Right. Like the like half the second row were all these drunk, most of them really hot Nicaraguan women that were in the front. <laughs> He's and and you would have so a, his wife don't hear him. No, I don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so halfway through the set, you would tell a joke, and it would spark a conversation amongst them. Uh, so, like, I would have a joke about, like, I'm trying to remember which one it was. I don't remember which one it was. But like, he'll, he'll, he'll say, say something, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that bitch on last Saturday. Yeah. The same thing. 
So you would tell like a they're joke. agreeing with it, right? Yeah, and the, and the joke would spark a conversation amongst them. Mm. So you have to stay on top of like they're on the view them. Yeah, and right. continue your show. Or me. Keep keep on top of them, and it's because like they start watching it like they're watching TV. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Something yeah. interesting. Exactly. They'll just talk um, to each other. But yeah, you have to like. Like you know, remind them of something that they went in. through, and then like, like yeah. you, they're identifying with it, but it's yeah, yeah. No, I kept, I kept, I, I kept going back to we need to build a wall around this area, yeah. <laughs> and I just kept going back to yeah, yeah, yeah. and it keeps them yeah. That's fine. I no. just, I'll try to make eye contact with them, mm-hmm. and like I'll point at them and like almost like mm-hmm. hey, come here, hey, yeah, look at me. But here's the thing that's dangerous <laughs> though. Here's a, here's yeah. why here's why again here's why I like the South Florida of it. Is like, like the real sassy, like black and Hispanic women. That whole like, I'm gonna make eye contact with you and calm you down thing. It don't work. They see that as a challenge, uh, and then it becomes now you've got like a, waving you a red to, cape and a bull. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. You have to really be able to put them down. That's or, how it was in Daytona. Yeah. If, you, if I looked at them, they were just like, oh, cool. Yeah. My turn. Yeah. yeah. Now we're gonna <laughs> yell. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's just a it's a weird. But I, I what I love about South Florida so much so as a comic is the same way that South Florida has like a hustler's mentality and everything else. It does in comedy. So in South Florida, whether it pays much or not, all of those little rooms are paid. Mm. So you know, you can go down there, develop some relationships. And pretty quickly get to where now you're coming down there at least profiting. Even if you're only, you know, even if it if it pays 75 bucks and by the time you do the drive, you're not making that much. It's not like other places where you're driving back and forth for no money and you're right, coming right. out of your pocket. Right, right. You know? Right. And then what I what I find about South Florida is they're really big on comics producing their own shows mm. so like the miami improv the dania improv um the west palm beach improv. they'll book those people because they have a file yeah they'll let local comics like jackie sanchez or like, like ridiculous nick like ellie like there's a few people on off nights that have i think there's like four or five local mm-hmm. comics that have off nights at those big clubs right. so even though I've never been booked to work. I've never, I've never gotten a paycheck from the Miami, the Dania, the West Palm Beach Improv. That just, that just means you don't get a 1099 either. You don't got to worry about taxes. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's nice. But I've been on multiple times at all of those clubs on their main stage. Right. Yeah. Know? And that's, yeah, that's, those are opportunities that you don't necessarily get. In other parts of Florida, yeah, 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 to get on the improv stage, yeah, it's uh, I still haven't yeah. been, I haven't been on it, and not, and not on top of that, no, really, yeah, I'm te- no. I, listen, I understand, I'm trying to be nicer, I, 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 I will make my apologies to how much time I spent shitting on the Orlando scene, <laughs> but I really, there is a point. It is so much easier to grow in other environments. It really is. That's why no, I spent yeah, so much time in South that's Florida. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm yeah. uh, going to Tampa. I'm doing a place called The Gimmick. Yeah. And um, and then hopefully I'll network there and, and do that. Yeah, yeah, but for as far as Orlando, it's like, well, I haven't really... I don't go to the improv a lot. 
I mm-hmm. don't do the open mics there, and uh, I've never, I've never, I've never done. I did the West Palm Beach Improv, their new faces, multiple times. It's a bringer show. I've never brought a soul. Yeah, they just if you're funny, go and do your thing. Miami Improv, I've done multiple. Like I've done Miami, West Palm Beach, Dania. I've only done once now. But now that I've done it once, I should be back more. Um, multiple times. Yeah. yeah. If you want to open the door, you can. Yeah. Um, and also, it's like, with the improv, it's just like, uh, yeah, it's fun to say you did it. But if it's not, like, featuring for... And also, that's another thing. I haven't um, asked mm-hmm. headliners that have come if I could open for them. Yeah. Which yeah. I should. I don't... Like, I have just connections from knowing people... Way back when, but mm-hmm. even if like I've opened for them once, I should be like, "Hey, I opened for you back." You know, mm-hmm. and do you I mean, if you if, I you, if you if you're doing well enough, I mean, a lot of comics. I mean, I know I don't ever mind if if, if somebody comes that I know comes up and says, "Hey, you, could I get a guest spot?" You know, even like the, yeah, not necessarily open for them, but mm-hmm. the, you get that guest spot. That's the foot in the door. Yeah, and then once somebody sees you, they go, "Oh." Who's this person? You know what I mean? Like so that's yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's and you get it's, to hang out and meet them. Yeah, you hang out, hang out in the green room. You know, that's like, worth it. Like, alone. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think also what what I love about Miami is, and I I screwed this up, me alone. When I think I've told this story on here, when I was invited to go, I chose not to go, and then. The one night I chose not to go was the night that Jerry Seinfeld just happened to walk in. Are you serious? Yeah, and wow. I I missed. Just, oh, I didn't. I never told you the story. Jeez. I I so um, ridiculous. Nick has the show down there, and he does it um, um, relatively often. And I asked him about it, and he was like, "Yeah, if you if you come, I'll put you up." And I was just. It's the one time I was like, "He's like, no, nah, I'm three, not feeling driving that." Three bar, hours man. there, three mm-hmm. hours back. Yeah. For. You know, ten minutes on stage. I'm, I just went nah, to bed, that's, and I that's... and I woke up in the morning, and it's just all these pictures of all these <laughs> all these <laughs> comics that I know, like leaning on Jerry Seinfeld, shaking Jerry Seinfeld's hand. Oh. They're all in the green room with Jerry Seinfeld, oh. and it was just because I just I was just like I'm tired. I'm going to bed. It was the one. I think and, and he looked is, at that shotgun in the corner. I was like, maybe. Yeah. No, this oh, entire. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time that I've been doing stand-up, the, that is the one... And I, I really feel like it was like, you know what? Good thing this happened because it's a life lesson. The one time I turned down an opportunity. So when he's on his something deathbed... Something like that happens. Somebody's going to ask him, you got any regrets? Yes. Oh, d- d- Fucking I, you know, Seinfeld. You know how you have, you know you have <laughs> one tattoo? Yeah. I don't know if you can see it there. What's that say? No regrets? It says... Regrets. It says... <laughs> Not even one letter. It says the truth ends... It says the truth ends all conversations. Jerry Seinfeld. It's the only <laughs> oh, thing that's tattooed wow. on him. showed him that. Wait, wait, right? wait, 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 wait. You, huh? you have a tattoo... What's that mean? Of a Seinfeld quote? Yeah. The truth. Well, so it was not that I'm that big a Jerry Seinfeld fan. I'm about to say because like, I'm like, you just blew my fucking mind. I'm like, you the whitest fucking. Bro, what <laughs> I the thought you fuck? just like Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just like oh, Jello so, pudding. What do you have? We'll finish with his quote, then we'll go. Uh, I said yeah. I also have a white man's quote. No, so my it. my goal was. My, well, I'm just talking about how animately anti-white he is. You know, <laughs> saying, but I have a um, no. My my goal is. To have all of these 
um, I have like a list of quotes mm-hmm. of like wisdom that I want to have tattooed like across my chest and my shoulder. And I got the first one, and then I asked the tattoo artist, like, hey, because when I, when I got the first one is when I weighed 400 pounds. And I was like, hey, if I lose a lot of weight, is it going to, you know, mess right. with it? Lose and, a couple words. Yeah. And he was, yeah. Oh, no, you would gain it. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, he was like, don't get any more tattoos until you're less than 75 pounds away from your goal. ultimate goal. Right. Right. So I stopped. Yeah. And it And he's still waiting. Yeah. Right. So, so you'll no, never well, no, have no. tattoo again. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, so I Cuz I used to be 300 pounds. I could talk shit. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> I forgot you used to. Yeah. So so it 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 makes people think that I'm this crazy Jerry Seinfeld fan. Yeah. It's like, no, right, right, just, right. that was the, the first quote, quote that right. I got. Just real gotcha, quick, gotcha. What, is, I'm, what does that quote mean? I mean, I, I, I just think it's a significant thing. What is it again? The truth ends all conversations. Meaning yeah. that a conversation is two people bullshit trying, trying to find to the truth. The truth yeah. And if, if everyone you, okay, when you find if it. everyone would just be brutally honest and say the thing that we're all talking around, yeah. There's nothing else to say once you say the truth. Mm. Which I think as a comic on stage, I mean, I mean I mean this is long before I did comedy, but I also think it has significant meaning as a comedian. It's kind of like the saying, you know, uh it's oh, always shit. the last place you look. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does your tattoo say? What's your say? Oh, mine is uh, follow the fear. Oh, and it's oh, see? Close. Adolf Hitler. Del close. I was close. <laughs> so close. <laughs> you were close. So you telling me that I'm the only one in this room that doesn't have a tattoo? You don't have, you a, don't tattoo. have, you a, have a tattoo. You seem like you would. Yeah, you look like a tattoo. <laughs> you seem like the most likely one. Yeah. In the yeah. Right? <laughs> That's why I'm like, yeah. No, the thing is, is I was like, when I was younger, I I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't see anything like a quote or a picture or, or a, uh, you know, a logo or anything that I was like, oh, I got to have that on my body for the rest of my life. And then as I got older, I saw everybody in my generation, especially, everybody getting tattoos to look different. You know what I mean? And, and now at this age, now at this age, I'm the only one that's fucking different because I have no fucking tattoos. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Cool. And I don't have kids, and and my, I mean, my my biological father just died, but I haven't had my parents die. I mean, like, if something meaningful like that happens, I might think about it. But even, but at this point, I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't know because, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is the only perfect streak I have in my life. It's like, <laughs> you, know, like you know, it's fucking retarded oh, to think about it like that. But it's like, you know, this is something that. I mean, I, I, it's something that I, it's not like consciously decided yeah, not yeah. to, it's just, yeah. but it's like over time, I just realized, you know what? Mm-hmm. And besides, I like to spend money on other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like ink is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going to get, get a, my, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I just, I have to jet to my okay. uh, All right. secret meeting. Yeah. To, uh, to uh, his his unemployment meeting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, to see you, brother. Yeah. Hey, um, are you going to be able to come out? Like, can you come out early to the Tuesday night room? No, I got to see Cass. She's going to. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, she yeah, says yeah. she's flexible, so I want to. She is right. very flexible. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, no, her husband, her husband will fuck you up. So don't, don't try anything. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. He's, he's like fucking Hitler's wet dream. Keith doesn't fuck around. He, he's, he's yes. quiet. 
He's fucking cool. <laughs> no, he's got he's got enough money to bury me. all of us and not fucking worry about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. Um. But anyway, I'll see you guys. All right, man. Good to see you. Brother. All right. See you yeah. soon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Oh shit, pineapples tomorrow. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh. Bye, yeah. Bye. I'm a. You're on. Is it okay? Yeah. Finally. You've already been on. Message, <laughs> message me I'm about so the day I'm so glad. I'm so glad that, that this finally came to light on, on microphone. You no. message me. We'll, like talk, no, we'll talk about this next week. Pause that shit. You got to go to your meeting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You what? Hey, man. I'm fucking with you. You know that, right? Okay, cool. Oh my god, that's funny. There's no one going over a bridge and deciding to fucking turn the wheel. <laughs> but um, no. The next thing I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get my, um, I'm actually gonna get my goal weight tattooed on my wrist here. Okay. What's your goal weight? Uh, like two twenty five. Sorry. Which is, which sounds like a lot, but for my frame, it's not. What happened? I got my book bag. Oh yeah, wow. my heaviest. I was two ten. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a... I was 295. Six foot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I was <laughs> 700 at one point. No one no and one. then you were born. That actually yeah. sounded a little low. But if it's if it's here on my wrist, every time I pick up a fork, it's right on my face. Well, there you go. Yeah. Or you just, you know, uh, some comic or somebody said, you really want to lose weight? Eat your meals in front of a mirror, naked. <laughs> that actually might be <laughs> That's a really good you idea. Said, said, her eyes were like, hey, I haven't that, tried that yet. I wouldn't be able to up that often. No, I, no, I, um, no I, I, was, I was 295 pounds. I'm five foot six, mm-hmm. And uh, I got diagnosed with diabetes. Yeah. And uh, basically, I was less like, you know, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so... No, that's why, because, like, now I'm doing... I, I, I mean, I'm not the sp- spokesman of health right now, but I'm just, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I made I made, a, I made an effort. Like, I, t- I cut out, you know, like, the for the longest time, I cut out, I cut out alcohol, liquor, uh, the sugar, that's because diabetes. big, big one is yeah, yeah, alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alcohol. Mm-hmm. I found out when I got diagnosed with diabetes, I was shocked to find out that some of the vegetables and fruits to, you eat thinking you're eating healthy, mm-hmm. you know, are actually laced with starches and sugars and stuff like that. Like, you know onions mm-hmm. like you ever cook an onion and it caramelizes it's got a lot of sugar in it oh. uh tomatoes you ever cook a tomato for like sauce and stuff like that it gets really sweet you know it's like the chemistry of carrots uh corns you know obviously potatoes and mm-hmm. rice and stuff like that so you just gotta it's uh you know it's the, the d russo guy named comic named d russo uh he's Derek russo now he does a lot of movies in in in, in uh atlanta um he looked at me one day and he's like listen It'll be the hardest thing you ever fucking do. But it's going to be the most, most worthwhile thing you've ever done for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it changed my mentality. I was like, you know, like, okay, I can do this. And I did. I mean, it's just, you, you got to do it, you know, it's about setting baby steps, setting goals, meeting those little goals, and then eventually you get to the big goal. You can't mm-hmm. look at that number and go, I'm going to get there one day. No, you're not. You got to go, okay, this week, the number is this much less, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, even if it's a pound a week, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like this week, I'm going to, I'm going to 
eat less of this and drink less of that and whatever you just gotta you have to make up the mind you get because once you make up your mind you can i mean it's i know it's cliche as fuck but once mm -hmm. you put your once you make up your mind you can pretty much fucking do anything you want to mm -hmm. because if you got the focus the drive and the, and the fucking know-how mm -hmm. yeah. and on that note <laughs> <laughs> no I, I i mean my thing is is i'm starting to this, I don't know about this year. Yeah, I guess I should start this year. Is yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't mean I don't mean weight weight loss. I'm no, talking I mean about just anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, over, every time you say next time, the like, over, oh, yeah. and that's the, the overall. Because my thing is, and Dung is gonna yell at me again. Yeah. But yeah. I also wanna, cause, and I don't even know this to be true, but this is what I heard mm -hmm. was that when Preacher Lawson was sort of coming up. He decided, like, in terms of just dressing differently, going to the gym, like, changing himself oh, no, just, in like, preparation to become famous. Mm -hmm. Well, know? it's not even that. It's, I, mean, I mean, yes, that. But the thing is, though, is, you know how, you, I mean, like you were talking about earlier, like if you got home on Tuesday night, you were just tired, and you were just like, I'm in bed. Mm -hmm. I was shocked to find this out, though, mm -hmm. when I was, you know, heavy and stuff like that, because I was like, man, I don't want to. I don't want to work out. I'm already tired. When you work out, mm -hmm. your body literally creates the endorphins and all this yeah. shit mm -hmm. that makes you feel more energized. Mm -hmm. So you have more energy to go throughout the day. Mm -hmm. If you, like, I would wake up in the morning at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. Yes, me. Mm -hmm. 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. I would go to the gym. I would do three miles on the, on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. I would lift some weights. And then I would, you know, go about my day because at that point, once I, because I was, like I said, I was, I was diabetic. I had my blood sugar, when I got diagnosed with diabetes, my blood sugar was 474. Okay? So mm -hmm. when I found out that when I would get up in the morning, no food on my stomach, go to the gym, do a mile or two on the treadmill, okay, whether it was fast or just walking or whatever, mm -hmm. I would do a little light, you know, car, uh, uh, weights, resistant training. Mm -hmm. I would come, I would go, come home, I would take my blood sugar. I take my blood sugar before I go, but when I came back, it was a hundred points less just from that shit, mm -hmm. you know? So as I started doing that, I tried to, you know, I, it motivated me because I was like, okay, I'm going to get it done even more today. You know, I, I was like, I was like challenging myself. Okay. All right. Today it's going to be a 105, you know what I mean? Or whatever mm -hmm. I was doing. And then, you know, eventually I got off the medication. I got, you know, I had the all under control with diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. And and it's just you know it's 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 about finding those little things, and if you find something that you can do that is actually like beneficial to your body, like like exercise wise, that doesn't feel like exercise, that's even better. Well, I'm I, I'm gonna get back into fighting because when, when I was boxing, that's when because that yeah because when I was going to the gym, I was going to they had a heavy bag mm -hmm. on the on the uh, the track that they had. Mm -hmm. And so I would do three laps on the track, and I'd do ten minutes on the back. Mm -hmm. I'd do three laps on the track, do ten minutes on the back. Because mm -hmm. I used to be, a, I was in martial arts when I was a kid. So mm -hmm. yeah, I absolutely do that. But my thing is, is <laughs> in preparation to be famous. Like, that's yeah. really the, <laughs> I know that sounds like whatever. I kind of have, like, think about that too. We've yeah. Been, like, I don't know where I'm going to go with this, but like. Yeah, like, like, like I'm going to get the Invisalign thing, mm -hmm. straighten my teeth. Whiten them. I'm not gonna do veneers because I think that shit looks crazy. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> just have my teeth straightened. Yeah. Drop a bunch of weight and just because I think I think I mean all of that stuff makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And I think even like 
even what I'm starting to notice, and I think I talked about this before, is now that I'm starting to headline shows Mm -hmm. and I'm on stage for 45 minutes plus, when you're doing 15-minute sets, comedy doesn't feel physical at all. Right. When you're up there for an hour, yeah, it's, it's a you're completely standing for an hour. You're, walking you're up there for an hour. Yeah, you're up. That's not only you're up there, but but you but yeah. you like you're either standing or you're walking. You know, no. you're moving around. You're talking. You're talking. You're talking. The talking. Yeah. The thinking. The the pro- just the process of the memorization body, yeah. and in order and stuff like that. It, it's 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 taxing. <laughs> it's yeah. taxing as shit. Yeah, I've, I've been on stage before, especially when you work a day job like this. Yeah. You know, where you have to be mentally fucking focused because you're dealing with people's fucking lives, literally. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I've, I've been on stage before, and like 35, 40 minutes in, I'm like, I need want to get off stage just physically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'm... Like, like you still got the jolt. Well, that's like, like yeah, this. it's like my back is starting to... Yeah. Really, you, know, you, <laughs> saw, you saw the killing is easy. That, that yeah. He did that. Patrice, towards the end, that was what he was... He had to sit down. Yeah. He couldn't go not sit down. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't that he was trying to be lazy. It wasn't that he was just trying to be the coolest motherfucker. He's like, he physically could not because it hurt his knees. Yeah. It hurt his back. Yeah. You know, yeah. all that shit. So, yeah. Definitely. So, that's why, like, I want to start even, even, like, just something as simple as going to the gym and doing, like, a like, like back workout. Mm-hmm. To be able to just, like, like, again, I can do it, but you just start, like, I want to feel strong in terms you, of. Let me tell just, you the best thing for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Squats and lat pull downs. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing for that posture, for your your standing, for your your, your being able to carry to hold that weight. Mm-hmm. Leg day and fucking back day. Mm-hmm. It's fight. I mean, it sounds crazy. I know mm-hmm. you're not a fucking MMA mm-hmm. fighter. I know you're not a goddamn you know WWF e wrestler. No, but that's but, what I'm talking but about. But just yeah. just yeah. so you have a, a, a like comfortability mm-hmm. from where you're at right now. Yeah. Squats and mm-hmm. lat pull downs. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, if you if you add more to it, that's great. Mm-hmm. But that right there, that is going to set the tone mm-hmm. for the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm trying to. So I just started doing. Are we doing men's fitness now? I thought we were. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had a point. You had no, a point. Well, yeah, because yeah, I'm, 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 I'm trying to put I'm notorious all that, of sorry. the all of the pieces because mm-hmm. like so now that I'm doing we're doing this podcast and it's. It's one of the. I'm happy with it in terms of I've gotten this set up to where I can do it consistently. Mm -hmm. Where I'm really bad. It's the reason why I don't run a room. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to get sick of it Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to want to continue to do it. Yeah. And it's going to become a. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because my next step is I need to do it. I just got told I had a long conversation with John Wynn. Um, He was the headliner for. Spill the beans, mm-hmm. and we went out to uh, this restaurant afterward, and talked to him. And he, he really broke down why every comic should run a room, mm-hmm. just because of what it forces respect. you to do. Yeah, and it gives you a whole new respect for the game. Yeah, it teaches you what what to do, and more importantly, what not to do. Mm-hmm. Especially at a club before you get to a club. Mm-hmm. That's why I ran open mics the way I ran open mics because I wanted to get I wanted to give these comics. These brand new comics who were hungry at that time, mm-hmm. I wanted to give them a a clear cut understanding and idea of how a real club ran, mm-hmm. and I did that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had comics from New York that I had friends of mine who came down to visit who would come to that room and like, 
they would walk into places like, dude, I don't even feel like I'm in Florida anymore right now. I feel like I'm back in fucking New York. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like, you know what I mean? So, and I, and that took pride in that because I was like, that was, I mean, it wasn't my goal, but it was definitely, you know, a, 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 a was side effect, you know, mm -hmm. what I mean? for lack of better terms. Yeah. So yeah. So now that I have now that I have this and I've gotten it set up in such a way where I'm confident, then it's just going to continue. It's going to be firing on all cylinders. I have kind of the people that I want to do it with, right. and it's just going to continue. Right. Now I need to move on to the next thing to get that set. To, right. So I'm doing this. Um, I have the. Yeah, I haven't talked to you about this. The YouTube channel mm -hmm. where I'm going to be reviewing cars. Oh, ooh, um, I like cars. Yeah. So <laughs> my whole thing. Not is, as much as he does. <laughs> but I'm doing I'm this uh, YouTube channel where I'm going to be reviewing cars. And the idea uh, is it's called the Road Comic. Uh -huh. So what I'm going to be doing is Renting I'm going to cars and getting taking them to gigs. Different car and take it, take it to gigs. And I'm going to be reviewing it on the way to the gig. Oh, that's so cool. Right? Um, I'm definitely yeah. watching this. <laughs> it's, like, or listening it's like or whatever. cars but actually fucking doing comedy. Yeah. And then <laughs> my, my goal is if I build like a big enough following doing it, Mm -hmm. A part of it will be that, and I'm trying to find the, well, I mean, I guess this is this is just the low-res version, and I hate the low-res version. Mm. There we go. But the idea is, once I build a following from doing it, I want to be able to, a part of my agreement will be, the comedy club saves me the parking spot right in front of the club. Yeah. Ah. And whatever car I'm reviewing, I'll park it right out front, wow. and we'll do a meet and greet after every show. And then you'll show everybody the your sign Show them the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so I've created the intro stuff, the mm -hmm. artwork and everything. There's a YouTube channel set up, an Instagram set up for it and everything. Again, this is the really low-resolution one, so it looks really shitty on this big television. It's not like anybody on this thing can see. It's just us. No, I know, it's but <laughs> I, I hate it, no, so i got to delete fine. that one. Oh, okay. You can really tell the difference between yeah. the low and the high-res one. Mm -hmm. so, I got you. It's like all, I hate all my old YouTube videos, but I keep them up because yeah. I was fat back then, and I want everybody to know <laughs> that I was, I was fucking fat. Yeah. <laughs> So you can see all the work that you've yeah. like, Goddamn right. So, so that, so earlier, so, so after my, because I've obviously we had to work here at five o'clock. So between five and six, while I was waiting on everybody to get here, I've been emailing. So the way it works is you have to, um, you have to get approved through the media arm of every car company. Oh, um, so to be able to to just, be able to get the cars, right? Because they don't just give the cars to, to anybody, yeah. you know. Now, who are you getting um, these cars from? Like, you can't. You can you so, like rent like through Turo and do, well, do the fucking. You can. That's the car companies don't like that. A lot of okay. So I, I that's probably, what I'm asking you. I'll probably end up starting that way, mm -hmm. but the car companies don't want you to do that. Would Would they rather you go to a dealership and then let them? Well, like, no. What? So the so they the car companies have an actual press arm. So there are people whose job it is the marketing guys. Yeah. Yeah. To make sure that the, yeah, the, PR guys. the new Toyota Corolla gets in the hands of people who have YouTube channels, who have Well you know, the thing, another thing good thing you got going for you is you actually are in that younger demographic, so they would be willing to get it because they want that they want yeah. the, the young blood and stuff like yeah. that. Um weirdly enough, I'm also black. Which well, yeah. No, but there are not that many no, black people out there reviewing cars. It's like there's specific. not that many black people in NASCAR. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the main thing, actually, that I discovered when I spoke, so I spoke to the guy um, from, so there, there, there's two ways. You can get it directly from the auto manufacturer, uh -huh. or you can get it from um, a press fleet company. Uh -huh. So it'll be a company where 
Audi, Volkswagen, Toyota, Lexus, they all send their cars to a facility, and this facility is responsible for doling the cars for, out to different For test people. driving and yeah. loaning out and, and then yada, yada, yada. You get the car for a week. Hmm. You bring it back to them. They clean it. They wash it and everything, and then give it to the next person. Because it's their job to make sure that that car is in perfect so condition. So it's like a, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a car timeshare. So yeah, sort of kind of thing. So that there's a there's a national company that the one of the big national companies that does that they have offices all over their closest one is Miami there's another one in Atlanta mm. but I talked believe it or not I talked to the guy from the Colorado office <laughs> and he was he was pretty actually kind of excited when I was talking to him uh-huh. he was like it's he was because I told him I was like I don't really have much of a following I only have like a thousand followers on Instagram I'm starting a YouTube channel from scratch right. so what are you guys kind of looking for right right what's the, what, what, was, are the, what are my parameters what yeah. do I mean yeah. and he was like actually you you have a better chance because you're a stand up comic and he's like there's a lot of personalityless people out there. Mm. That are trying to start a YouTube channel. And they have all these followers, and they get the perks, and they still suck at what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so he was like, but no, but well, that too. But, but that, I mean, they buy the bots that they, 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 they add the add the followers and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so they go. Yeah. It's not, a, it's but, not a, an organic growth. But yeah, but not, but not even about that, but just in terms uh-huh. of there's a lot of people out there who also don't have a following, who also, you know, have never done this before. And they have no personality, and they're not oh, funny, and they're not so, interesting. So they got so like three strikes against. Yeah, so there's a lot of just <laughs> nobody people who want to just start this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, the fact everybody wants to be fucking an influencer. Yeah. So the fact that you're a comic and you already have stage presence and funny, and right. it's it's there are things that so as my my goal is to create these funnels where this is this is a podcast about comedians. About comedy, for well, you, comedians, you yeah, for comedians and people that are interested in stand-up comedy. As this podcast grows, this podcast will feed my comedy career because I'm the host of a comedy podcast. Yeah. If I grow this YouTube channel, because it's the road comic and it's about me taking the cars to comedy gigs... If it does blow up on its own just for car reasons, mm-hmm. it'll still feed my comedy career because the fact that I'm a comic is built into what I'm doing. Yeah. And you're Jay Leno ego, so you can have yeah. every car. Yeah. <laughs> so, but what my goal is is to create multiple, like same way you know, rich people tend to have seven streams of income. Well, it's it's like it's I'm like trying Steve to have, Harvey. It's like Steve yeah. Harvey has you know he's got the talk show where he's being yeah. He's got Family Feud, and then he's got his yeah. other. Then he's got the books, and then he's got yeah. you know, yeah, and then he's a producer on top of that. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm absolutely. trying to build multiple streams of things that if they grow, they will grow fire. each other. Yeah. You know. Um, so now that I've gotten this podcast to where it's like okay. I can do this consistently. People are starting to know about it. It's starting to grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I have a strategy for what I'm doing moving forward. Now it's time to work on the next project. Yeah. And as I'm working on all those projects, I realize, you know what would make all those projects work even better? What? If I straighten my teeth, <laughs> lost some weight. Like No, but I mean, it just yeah. it no, no, all, no, 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 absolutely. It's no, no, all it's, 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 image. it's all about image. It's yeah. all about, like, because, the, I mean, if you're feeling better about yourself... With mm-hmm. that self change, that self image, 
then it's going to come off and people are going to be more drawn to you because you do feel better about yourself. Yeah. And you, you exude that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the net that's... Again, that's what like the Jimmy is. finally not wanting to kill himself. That's great. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> he's turned a corner. All right. So, does anybody have? Do you have plugs, Doug? Yes, I do. I got plenty of plugs. In fact, I got a lot of great news. Okay. Um, so, uh, well, first of all, some of you might know that you're listening, and you guys know here that I, a couple weeks ago I was in a motorcycle accident, mm-hmm. and I'm lucky to be alive. Oh yeah! Hey, I mean, Duncan's alive. Yeah, we never no. did like a. <laughs> I mean, I don't give a fuck, but I do, okay? I mean, I literally, I was, I mean, I T-boned a fucking Ford Flex, my front mm-hmm. tire, my whole bike, into the, right between the passenger side front and back door. Right. I T-boned that shit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a helmet on, no protective gear at all, and I literally walked out of the hospital. Um, so the fact that I'm able to walk, talk, and not drooling all over myself, that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not dead, so... Uh, but we got some, I got some good news. Uh, I actually, uh, everybody, most of y'all know about the Tuesday night room over at Rooney's. Mm-hmm. It's going really well. In fact, that's that was the night, I, that, the first night of that was the night I got in the accident. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I, I, I had, all I had was my bike, mm-hmm. and I called a friend of mine for a ride so I could get my equipment down to the gig. Mm-hmm. And she lived in Titusville. She said, well, I, I don't have enough time right now, but if you come up here and borrow my car, I'll let you borrow the car. So I was going up there to borrow the car. Dude, made a, I was on Garden Street, and he was coming this way, and I was going that way. He made a left-hand turn right in front of me. I had no time to stop. I locked the brakes up. Boom, in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So um, that's going really well. We had our second one last week. We got our, we got another one tomorrow night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the owner just messaged me earlier today, and on next Tuesday, mm-hmm. and this is what I told you, I want, I would like you for you to be there. If you be there okay. next Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, she, there's a, a, a Rotary Club that wants to come to our show, and there's going to be like 20, 25 people there, mm-hmm. so it's going to be like a real audience. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a, that'll be a bonus, that'll be a little boost. And then we're also, she also talked to me. Uh, uh, that was yesterday. She talked to me today about possibly let's start picking a date for having a Saturday night pro show. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, I, some, some people might have seen, you might see on my Facebook page that uh, starting uh, February 1st, which is what, next Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Next Wednesday, uh, I'm going to have Wednesday, I am going to be doing Wednesdays at social distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, mind you, each night is going to be a little bit different, except for the second Wednesday, which I'm over at. Uh, Lizette's, the Cajun place. Mm-hmm. So I got the first Wednesday is going to be uh, Dirty Bingo. The third Wednesday is going to be a comedy show. Uh, and then the fourth Wednesday is going to be trivia, if that works out. Mm-hmm. And then in March, we got five Wednesdays. The fifth one's going to be a comedy show again. Mm-hmm. So, um, and not only that, but at, starting on March 9th, which is the second Thursday of March, um, open mic every Thursday at Winfield's. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's uh that stuff coming up and then um, so I mean at this point and we're doing and then once a, once a quarter I'm doing a, a pro show at Winfield like on the 18th of February we're doing the uh, the Love Stinks mm-hmm. uh, comedy show and prom night because mm-hmm. yeah, just have fun <laughs> with it yeah so at this point we have in Brevard I mean we have Jimmy's room which is on the Tuesday mm-hmm. which is pineapples we have Sunday at retro Sunday at retro. We have what is Rooney's um, on Tuesday at, too, right? Huh? Rooney's on Rooney, Tuesday. Rooney's on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. What's the one in Cape? Um, uh, uh, the Maui girl. Maui that's girl. On uh, that's on Saturday. That's on Saturday. 
We're going to have the social distance once a month on a... No, social distance. Uh, yeah, social distance will be once a month the third Wednesday. Third Wednesday. It's yeah. a mic or... It'll be a mic. Okay. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make it a mic. Uh, depending on you know how well it goes, how much of an audience we get, it might be you know a, bit, a little bit of a showcase. Like The first one is going to be a hybrid. It's going to be a, a mic with a little bit of a showcase because uh, remember Eugene... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Start talking that shit. Yeah. So I say, oh, I could do 40 minutes. I'm like, all right, put your money where your mouth is. Come out on the 15th. Eugene's going to try to do 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he could talk for 40 minutes. We'll yeah. see if he can stay funny for yeah. 40 <laughs> <laughs> then we have, so you have the Winfields that's going to start, and that's going to be... Winfields on the 9th of Thursday. It'll be th- every Thursday. We have Judd Jones's... Thursday night Lion pro Lion, show. Yep. Then Judd Jones also has the Kava Bar, which I think is Once monthly. a month, it's the third, the last, well, no, the third, the third Saturday of every yeah. month. I mean, at this point, Bavard County is, this might be the most we've ever had. Yeah. No, 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 not might be. It is the most we've ever fucking had. Yeah. Because before Judd, before Jimmy, mm-hmm. before, you know, uh, anybody else was, was like, before Cody, mm-hmm. I was the only motherfucker running shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I only had, you know, so much, you know, whatever. So this, trust me, this is the yeah. most. And not only is it the most, but is it's the most at a respectable level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when even when I first started, I had, the, I had open mics and all this, that, the other thing. I, I literally, um, you know, there were people who were opening the mics. They were, they were starting a mic after they had only done two of my shows. And they're like, oh, I could do that because apparently I make it look easy. So, uh, but they would like literally, you know, be horrible yeah. fucking mics. They would be mm-hmm. horrible shows. They would put horrible comics on it, run it into the ground. And, and to the point where, you know, people who were un, you know, unassuming, you know, audience members are like, oh, this is what comedy said, left a bad taste in our mouth. So like... I'll never do this again. Yeah. You know, so. And I think I think I'm gonna try and start something on Wednesday. I'll figure that out because I I do want to have a room. I want to have a room too, but yeah, I'm scared. Well, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be Especially scared. now that you know, like I have no idea where to start. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, we can we'll get you set up for that for sure. Um, do you have any stuff you're doing coming up? Oh, I'm doing Thank You Miami on Friday the 27th. Oh, see, we got people going to Miami. Yeah. Yeah, and so I like because because I started out down there and I know people, so like mm-hmm. I'll do villain theater yep, yeah, every once that. in a while. I love I love that place. And then, I did so I've, I did villain theater for free for a long time, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I asked for money once, and they paid me that one show and haven't called me back since. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you know what? No, I good. think I forgot how many times <laughs> I, I did it a few times, and then they started paying me. Yeah, well, no, no, that's, that I mean that's honestly good because that shows you who they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're gonna like do a good job and you expect a good <laughs> compensated for your work and they're like you know I'm not calling you then okay and then uh, so I, I got mean, Black History Month is coming up maybe oh so maybe they'll call me for but no for real they do like theme shows like that well they're doing um, one of those at fucking uh, improv uh, right. at, at Funky Dog and Philip Rivera is who hasn't been on stage I don't think in years is actually hosting it <laughs> so Did we have you talk to Kristen Warren do you know Kristen that Warren. sounds familiar She's putting on, I think she's putting on a Black History Month. Oh, yeah, Mel- yeah. Because she was looking um, for Melbourne comics. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm already doing that. Okay, that's yeah, what I figured, like, yeah, I was um, just like, if is, she probably knows who you are already, but yeah, she... That is the February 5th, the Black Box um, thing, I believe. Is that a Funky Dog or what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the one Phillips. Fe- I have February 6th. 
Oh, that's well, on Monday though. Well, maybe, maybe I should double check because I have it thing. as the fifth, but I'm supposed to be clo- headlining that one. Um, well, you weren't in this group, so maybe she's doing two. Oh, maybe it's shows. a different one. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, the twenty seventh, I have a private gig, so I'm not going to advertise that one. Um, on the twenty eighth, I'm at Visani's in Port Charlotte. I'll be hosting that. And then the following week, Wednesday, February 1st, I'm in Daytona with Ken Miller. And Saturday the 4th. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but I definitely check my social flyer. media because it will be on there. The flyer will be there. And I have a show I'm doing in Barefoot Bay. It's I think it's actually in their clubhouse at Barefoot Bay. But I'm mm. going to be co-headlining with Paul Jensen. Oh. So that's going to be a great one. You're at Beaches yeah. on the February 1st. I'm at, oh, I am? Oh, thank you. Ah. You just need a fucking assistant. Yeah. I'm not going to say I want to do management. This yeah. is why I, like <laughs> I know everyone's schedule. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you for listening. This has been the Funny Style Podcast. Oh, also, as always, please check out my album, The 6040 Rules, on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get it. And if you like this and it brings you value, subscribe to our podcast. Thank you. Good night.